I can't turn up the volume. I'm like the loudest. Okay. Uh. Said speaker off. Do you or? Ooh. I can hear you. I just have to maybe pull the okay. laptop closer. <clears throat> I can hear you. Okay. Okay. I don't use my laptop very often, so every time I fucking pull it up or something, it's like a whole elaborate, you know. It's a whole ordeal. It is. Because, and I always have to do an update. It's Skype takes two years to fucking to come up. And then if I leave something like a page sitting for too long, it'll like go into like idle mode or something. And that's what happened. Like I pulled up, hands pulled up Skype when I was taking it back. And that was at like almost three hours ago. So Uh, I just sat doing nothing. Okay. Well, at least we got it going. You know? Um. Yeah, your volume. Can you hear me? Okay, because your volume's kind of in. I can hear you. I'll keep the phone up to my face. Well, like, I want you to be uncomfortable. Maybe put it on your chest. Whenever I'm talking to somebody for a long time on the phone, I put them on speakerphone. Then I put the phone on my boob, and it just like well, holds it there. I just moved for a second, and that may have thrown it off. But I'll try to keep the phone close. Okay. Okay. Um. I don't know how you want to do this. Do you want to begin? Are yeah. you gonna... Well, uh, you do the intro, and then you lead me into it. Okay. Yeah. All right, you ready? So, like, the for Oh, okay, yeah, we're really getting into it. Okay. I'm <laughs> sorry, no, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say, um, like, you introduce the, the for Frodo pod, which we have, well, you know, we show up whenever we feel like it. Which mm-hmm. you can pretty much include that in the intro because it's kind of true, um, but um, yeah, just introduce us, and uh, then you can be like, take it away, and I guess I'll just start spouting. Okay, when is the Oscars, by the way? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. You're listening to the For Frodo podcast. I'm uh, Chantel, and joining me is my brother Christian. Hello. Hi. Why Hi. No. Speak here. Yeah, we're back. Um, we're yeah. not in the studio today. Um, yeah, in the studio. The oh god, my stomach fucking hurts. I'm sorry. Once again, we are worlds apart, hearts broken in two. Aww. Well, we've come back for an Oscar show. It's that time again. Uh, the Oscars sure is. is tomorrow night. And um, I haven't really seen, as far as I know, many of the nominees. Christian has. So he's going to lead this one. Um, and I'm just going to, you know, be here to offer input where it's needed, I guess. I sure will. But I will say, she's not giving herself enough credit. She has been sitting out of the Oscar game for a couple of years. And she has seen more movies than I would have expected. And I say that because they've made movies a bit more accessible, which I think is 
great on one hand, but I also find it frustrating because I really don't want things to go to streaming. Rah, rah, I'm the old man, you know, with clenching my fist at the sky. Well, you know, the thing about streaming is it works better for me, but I refuse to pay for it. So, yeah, I get it. I don't have time to go to movies anymore. But, like, yeah. Okay, I'll tell you what annoys me. So, one of the top contenders this year was a movie that had literally zero Oscar buzz until a week before it came out. This was a movie that dropped on Netflix in October. Nobody gave a shit about it. And then it came out with nine Oscar nominations, and it was a straight-to-Netflix movie. And I just don't have the attachment to that sort of thing. And I've seen the movie, and I admire it, and uh, I have barely thought about it since. So how did this happen? Extortion? Fuck it. I'll tell you. Sexual favors? I'll tell you. England. What? Oh, because the BAFTAs? The BAFTAs nominated it for, like, 14 awards. So we have to go by what the English do now? And then, a few days later, it was nominated for nine Academy Awards, including Best Picture. And I I was like, okay, I guess I have to watch this thing now. And it's fine. The the movie I'm talking about is All Quiet on the Western Front, which is a German remake of a 1930s movie. And it's beautiful, and it's pretty, you know, grisly and intense. I just watched it on my TV. And, guys, that's not the way that this was intended. And it's also not the Is it an English film? Is it a European film? Yes. Okay, see, this is why I don't watch the BAFTAs anymore, because I feel like the Academy Awards is pretty, like, um, fair. Usually, they used to be anyways, with yeah, their nominees and their winners, and I feel like the Baptist is like, well, you know, fuck America, we can do whatever we want. Exactly. And America's not always number one, because we're going to give whoever we want the Baptist. Probably a British <laughs> movie. With that's, it's, that's, it's, like, petty. That's very much how I feel, and this movie swept the Baptists. And I just rolled my eyes, and I was like... It's like they want to stick it to us every fucking time. And we give British movies, like, the benefit of... We give British movies... My my words are all fucked up tonight. I can't think. You're fine. I will just... I will prove your point in saying that the King's Speech did win in England, but it also won Best Picture in America over Inception... Black Swan. The Social Network? Three, The Social Network, 127 Hours, True Grit, like, we, we, we're even here. So, England, chill. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I do love our English friends, but... Yeah, our mother is English, but we can, we can bring the narcissism (laughs) to a minimal, you know? I agree. Um, excuse me. I'm glad you said it, but this is, I mean, I, the same reason I stopped watching the Baptist is the same reason I stopped watching the Oscars, because the Oscars isn't fair anymore either. It's all political. It's all... I, w- I will campaign. say, I look to the Baftas for my predictions, because the Baftas have called 
some of the more shocking calls in recent memory. We just thought they were the British being British. Do you want do you want me to elaborate? I guess. Okay. So um Glenn Close was the front runner a couple of years ago for the wife. You know, we all thought, yeah, this is a fine movie. I forgot Let's that movie existed. Glenn- What's up? I forgot that movie existed. Exactly, we all do. And it was it I, I think it's like Glenn Close's sixth best performance. It was a fine all- movie. I just don't really even yeah. remember what that was about. Uh, it's basically the premise of Big Eyes, but not as entertaining. Okay, I was gonna say it's not it, like thought provoking or anything. Not for me. In my it's opinion, Big Eyes though. Hmm? In my opinion, Big Eyes is it's the movie the wife wanted to be, but nonetheless. <laughs> um, yeah. So the wife was the front runner for best actress. We are all kind of just under the assumption that Glenn Close would finally get her Oscar. We got it, and then. The BAFTAs reward Olivia Coleman for Best Actress. And Oscar night, Glenn Close gets fucked. And it's Olivia Coleman's. And I think they made the right choice. I prefer that. I do. I do too. Oh, I, I'm at the stage with Glenn Close where if she's going to win, it needs to be for something special. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I didn't think that was it. Did she so, not win for Alfred Ho- Albert Hobbs? Is that right? Nope. Oh. Meryl Streep won her third. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, another example, and this one is very controversial, but I actually think that they made the right choice. So Chadwick Boseman was supposed to win his posthumous Oscar for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and it was like the known thing. And then England was like, eh. Anthony Hopkins for the father. <laughs> and again, we all just thought, eh, England is being England. And then the Oscars did it too. And I, I think they made the right choice. No respect to the, or no disrespect to the dead. Like, Chadwick. Well, no, the father was great though, but like, why is it that the U.S. is looking to the Baptists before they I, make a decision? Why can't they just do whatever they want? I really don't understand. The Baptist does whatever they want, but the, the Academy is supposed to be like, Academy Awards must be like the most prestigious film event, so I don't understand why they're mimicking what the Baptist does. What? Uh, so I will say I, it's not always the case, but I do think that this year, I hope that the Oscars are reflecting the Baftas in at least three out of the four acting categories. It's it just seems fishy to me. It's almost like they're in cahoots or something. I, I don't quite get it, but I, I guess there is a correlation. Um, and it, it, enough of a correlate. Like, mind you, the BAFTAs often botch Best Picture. Like, they don't, they do not match up. I think that they just do things, honest to God, Christian, I feel like it's gotten so corrupt that they just do things based on money. Like, you know, who who campaigns for it or something. That, that is also true. Okay, so are you, so you're not going to watch the show. Um, you said Jimmy Kimmel was hosting, correct? That is correct. Okay, well, then no, I'm not watching the show. I would like to correspond with you about it. If I just, I don't understand, like, after Jimmy Kimmel's failed, what was it, the Emmys that he hosted, that embarrassing stunt, that 
trended for days. I just... Um, and not to mention, like, people just, like, shit, like, they rain shit on Jimmy Kimmel all the time. Like, why would you choose this person to I be the host of your show? I think it'll be good. I, 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 I like him. I, I know. I, I don't find him funny was... anymore. Just get the <laughs> I mean, obviously, the ideal candidate is Chris Rock. That was never going to happen. I just feel like, yeah, yes. well, yeah, that would have been okay. I like Chris Rock, but I feel like if I watched the the words I'm going to be irritated and I'm tired of being irritated. I'm tired of seeing the same thing happen every single fucking year. I'm tired of shit being shoved down my throat and I'm tired of like them not learning the lesson about it and like doubling, tripling, quadrupling down on like their shit. And it's just, it gets worse every year. It's just like, gosh, don't they know what they look like? Do they know how ridiculous this is? Like it's gone so stupid and cringe. Good Lord. Is it cringe? And I just, I, I agree with you. Um, I well, so let me say, last year, di- so you didn't even watch it. I was. In, uh, no, I don't think it is. You and I were in the same town, <laughs> and we, you didn't watch it. Where was, was it? Were you here? I was in Florida. Well, what was I doing? Taking a nap? Anything would have been better, probably. Anything. You, you missed. Okay, so two. Okay, let me just explain. So last year for the Oscars, um, I was in West Palm Beach, Florida, and not hosting a party of my own. And I went into the night being annoyed by the fact that the movie Coda was going to win Best Picture, a movie that I think has 20 minutes of pure greatness and then the rest of it is a corny Hallmark movie, and I stand by it. I think it's not good. Nonetheless, that last 20 minutes won it the Best Picture Oscar. And at the end of the night, I was so annoyed by that, and we all just kind of rolled our eyes. It wasn't a great year for movies. That's fine. Nonetheless, some 25 minutes before that, there was this little incident that occurred. And Chris Rock was on the stage. Oh, okay. Duh. It does not seem like this happened a year ago. It was a year ago. Almost. Almost a year ago. Chris Rock was on the stage presenting. He made a joke about Jada Pickett Smith. And the editing during the telecast was so wonky. And mind you, I was quite plastered, as I am, during any Oscar telecast, that mom and I turned to each other and granddad <laughs> Tom, we were like, was that a bit? <laughs> and we all just moved on. And then Coda won Best Picture. And I just rolled my eyes and I scoffed and I went to bed and I was like, Martin Scorsese better win next year or I'm out. And because I just, I'm fed up with the Oscars and their bullshit. Well, a year later, um, Martin Scorsese's movie has not come out, so I guess I'm still in it. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. <laughs> um, nonetheless, I wake up the next day, and I have text messages from people. And they're like, was that real? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I, I see, because I'm not a member of the Twitter community... That Will Smith smacked the shit out of Chris Rock in front of people. I know this is old news, 
But guys, I did not experience that in real time. Okay, I didn't even hear about it until I came over to see you the next day. And I was like, you didn't hear about this. And I told you about it. Because I also was like, what the fuck? And then it made me reevaluate the entire evening because Will Smith did (laughs) this like 15 minutes before he won the Oscar that everybody knew he was going to win. It's crazy. It's crazy. So you're telling me you're not going to watch the Oscars this year? No, because that would have irritated the shit of me. I like Chris Rock. I don't like Will Smith. See, I like Will Smith more than I like Chris Rock. Well, that's because you're an idiot. But I also, did you see Chris Rock's new special? I saw bits of it. I haven't gotten around to seeing it yet. But no, I feel like you would enjoy it. uh, I feel like it was fair. It was funny. And it was honest. And it was... um, he lays oh, into huh? he lays into both Will Smith, Jada Pickett Smith, and he uh, should. They're ridiculous people. Like they are ridiculous people. Well, I was also going to say Meghan Markle. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, good. who Megan. I also don't enjoy, and I only don't like her because I'm like, if you don't want the attention, quit searching for it. I have some like theories for you on what happened. It's not a theory. It's exactly what happened, but I'll have to tell you about it off the show because oh, that's, that's fair. People are going to be like, Oh my God. What is she Nonetheless, not- Nonetheless <clears throat> you're not going to be watching the Oscars tomorrow. Oh yeah, probably not. I'm going to go to the beach and then I might take a nap before my bath. I have to work in the morning on Monday morning. So I mean, maybe Me too. Eat- what? Me too. Yeah, I, I don't like working mornings, so whenever I do that, I try to get all my shit done relatively early, so I don't have to, like, stay up too yeah, late, because work, I'm not a work, morning person. Work, work, working on your shit. That's right, that's right. Well, anyways, but we're yeah. We're Azalea people. I might, I might, see, the thing is, I like to have YouTube up at all times to refresh the stream, because I channel through it, but, like, I might, I might pull up cable, which I haven't done in months, and, like, maybe just, like, skip... Back and forth or something like so, I don't know. Check in on it every now and then. I just don't want to, like I don't want to miss a moment. But I I also don't want to be irritated. I I have a bunch of people coming over. I purchased like five bottles of wine from Aldi this evening um, <laughs> for this occasion. And um yeah no I all right so here's the thing I think that this year's nominees of best for best picture are better than last year's i thought last year i loved maybe three of the 10 movies i liked maybe five of them and then i didn't like two of them mm-hmm. so that's not great whereas this year i like i like love six of them i really like one of them i like two of them and then the last one is okay so you know i thought it was a good year for movies and i i can't say that it was the best slate of nominees but also the best movie i saw in many years was nominated for the biggest oscars so i can't complain like Um, but i will complain because it's not going to go the way I, that I want it to. Yeah, that's why I don't watch anymore, because it's not fair. And it, they're always wrong, so why bother? Uh, Do you want to begin talking about the nominees? 
Well, that's what... I, okay, so... Of the Best Picture nominees, how many did you see? Well, you know, I don't know. Chantal, <laughs> I spent <laughs> a little homework, for God's sake. I'm sorry, Christian. I had things to do during the day. I don't just sit around thinking about films all day long. Um, all right. From knowledge, I know that you have seen Elvis. Let me just look at the nominees, and then I can tell you exactly. Okay. I think you've at least seen four. Which That's is it. better than usual. There's ten now. Okay, so I have up. seen everything, everywhere. Mm-hmm. The Banshees of Inishirin. Aaron. Shut up. Um, Hans looked at me because I... Okay, I'll have to tell you about that later on. I saw like Elvis. that movie, I thought. Yeah, okay. I saw Elvis and Tar, you're right. I only saw four. Okay. Well, you've seen the best one, so that's fine. Okay, so I guess before we go any further, I have seen all ten of them. And There's ten of these? Okay, yeah, I guess you're right. I have seen all ten. Yeah, they they do they do ten nominees again, um, like they did back in two thousand nine. And I have at least six of these movies in my top ten of the year. So good deal. <laughs> Um, now, it is widely believed, though a part of me in the back of my brain expects a slight shock, it is widely believed that everything, everywhere, all at once will be winning the major awards. Is that Um, where you want to start? Because I have some thoughts. And that's what I was wondering. Do we want to start here, or do we lead up to it? Um, <laughs> do we, we want to keep the people waiting? Because we we can. It's up to you. You're hosting the show. You do what you like. Well, I was gonna say. So we're not gonna do all the major categories here. Uh, or no, we're we're gonna do the major categories here, but we're not gonna do. We're not gonna go into the technicals necessarily, unless you think we should. But, I mean, I, don't, I can't dive deep on that, you know? But, um, I guess, like, well, I was just kind of thinking we would talk about what will win, and I might chime in with what should. Okay. How long okay. do you think it's going to take? It's 11.30. We've been recording for 45 minutes. I'll try to be snappy. All right. As long as you can be snappy, then you can talk about whatever the hell you like. Okay, okay, but there is the. I do think we need to address the, the giant multiversal elephant in the room. Oh, by the time this pod is over, because I really gotta know. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I have some, but yeah, yeah. So there is a clear front runner for best picture, and there is a part of me that, that does suspect it may not go this way. And I say this because the Oscars have not done a clean sweep since, like, Slumdog Millionaire. Are you and trying to tell me that you're, you're thinking that they're going to do a clean sweep for this film? I do. There is just no fucking way. <laughs> Here we go. Say, do, you want, do you want to do it now? We can wait. Uh, we'll wait. We'll wait, okay? okay? We'll All wait. Because right. there could be a time where um, you'll want to chime in. So okay, all right. So we'll first start. We'll start out light. We'll go with best adapted screenplay. 
Um, the nominees are Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, Living, which is a remake of the Akira Kurosawa film Ikiru, um, Women Talking, um, Tits, what are the other, what are the other two? <laughs> Top Gun Maverick, and All Quiet on the Western Front. What do you, what do you think will win here? If you had to throw a dart at one. Uh, did you just name all of the movies? I did. For Best Adapted Screenplay. It's a weak year for this category. It's hard for me to say because I didn't see the majority of them. Okay. So, that's one that I couldn't really comment on. Because I just wouldn't even know where to, you know, what to say. Right. What? I said try. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Can you repeat those? I was looking at Twitter. You. (laughs) 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 I expect this sort of thing from me, damn it. Yeah. Um, You know, it's hard for me to stay focused on this shit for like two. uh, Honest to God, Chris, I think I've been pretty fair. We've been doing this for almost an hour. And um, you it'll be your turn to bat soon. Don't Don't you worry. You'll hop off the bench. I think by about category three. Um, okay, so the nominees for Best Adapted Screenplay are, shit, I'm trying to do it in alphabetical order, All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, Living, Top Gun Maverick, and Women Talking. I don't know, the first one? All quiet, all quiet in the Western Front. I don't know what that is, but yeah, sure. Oh my, you don't even know what that is. There, it was a, it was a movie from the '30s, at the very least. Whatever. Nonetheless, actually, that's not a bad guess. I there is. Well, that's all that it is, Christian. It's a guess. I have no clue. Yes, I haven't seen any of the films, as I told you. So that's that's fair. You didn't even see Glass Onion. Mm-mm. I still what? haven't seen uh, Knives Out, so. Don't tell Trevor that, because I know he went to the, you know, I know he took the time to give me the timestamps of each thing that I should avoid, and I appreciate it, but... What the fuck? <laughs> what? what? Oh, yeah, so the Glass Onion, though, I was like, I didn't even know what that was, and then I woke up on, like, Christmas morning, and Ben Shapiro had been treating, sorry, treating, tweeting on Twitter, like, a storm about this movie, and I was like, oh, what's a Glass Onion? And then I was like, oh, that's a sequel to Knives Out, and then... I saw the critical drinker. He made a video about it, and he was just like shitting on it. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm not watching any of that. Like, I'll take their fucking word for it because it sounds well, ridiculous." So they're fucking morons. It's so much fun. Just no. Just... I believe my boys. Okay. Anyway, um, I think you should trust me, though. I that would, but that... you're kind of like blind to a lot of the shit. It's like you don't want to see it, and I'm tired of, like, trying to point these things out. No, like, Glass Onion... Because you just look at it as a movie, but I look at it as, like, propaganda, and it's, like, so in your face all the time. I'm just like, how would you not okay. see it? Glass Onion is a blast. Like, I, I, like, I wouldn't suggest you watch something if you were to be bored. That being said, I guess the movie I suggested you to watch last night, maybe. I don't really know what happened there, but I guess I'm to find out. 
Um, but Glass Onion, you would it's it's very enjoyable. I I I would be very shocked if you didn't have a good time at that. I think the reasoning behind why at least one of them didn't like it was loopholes in the story. Not loopholes, like um holes in the story. Not a loophole. Things that don't add up or make sense. There, there may be one or two, but I mean, like, it's so, like, I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not a stickler about that. It's very well written. I mean, like, it's Ryan Johnson. It's not just that. It's, it was like the argument that they've made the lead, who's supposed to be a suave type, into like a bumbling buffoon or something. And no, he's being replaced so by a woman who's like, you know, a Mary Sue or some shit, isn't that? I thought Daniel Craig was like perhaps the best he's been. Like I, 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 I thought every performance in that movie was very enjoyable, especially Kate Hudson, who like is the like. I, I was just happy. I was happy to have it. I think you would be too if you can ignore those douchebags. Who's the man in the lead? Edward Norton. Edward Norton. Mm, yeah, I do like Edward Norton. Yes, exactly. It's such a good movie. There's yeah, like, but, you know. there's, you, do it. Do it. I don't have time. Yeah, you don't have fucking, uh, you, you might not actually have time. You know what I'd rather do? I, I think this to myself all the time. Hans is always like, you always watch the same shit over and over and over again. It's because the shit that I, that I watch over and over again is good. And it yeah. remains good. I'm Tell trying to like go out on a limb. Goddamn onion! Watch okay, it. but I don't want to like go on a limb and waste my time trying something new like I did last night. That I just to be like, God, okay. when is this gonna be fucking over? Why would have I and done? I'm, why did I do? Okay, this? well, I we will get to that. And I still, I to the listeners, I don't quite know what Chantel didn't enjoy about that, but we will get to it. We will get to it. Probably my guess is by category three. Um, my prediction for this category is that women talking will win. Um, my that was vote be is- my second guess, just because I saw Frances McDormand was in it. Not that that should make any difference with an adapted screenplay, but that felt it's something like I don't know. It's a safe Hopefully bet. It's stuck. If I had to take an intuitive guess, I would say that that would win. I like that movie. Um, I haven't thought about it much since I've seen it. I think Top Gun Maverick should win. Just, you know, because I'm going off of the best movie, which was Top Gun Maverick. Um, Women Talking seems to me like a vote that insists upon itself. Hmm. <laughs> you know? Yes, you know? I know. You know what I mean? I don't okay. know. Like, it's fine. I just haven't, I don't know. I saw the movie. I like Sarah Polly's away from her a lot more. I, hmm. Maybe that's unfair. I just I uh, didn't realize Sarah Polly was doing things. Yeah, she directed a movie that I actually kind of refused to watch, starring Michelle Williams and Seth Rogen. Um, I haven't seen many of her films, but every movie that I've seen, I enjoyed. So yeah, that's fair. I I, I like her. I just I don't know. I, and I like this movie. I just. I don't know. It She plays the same character a lot though. It, like it, her character Rana and Go is very similar to the character she plays in um what was it, Spice? It's just like deadpan, like <laughs> dead face. I love Daria kind of shit. I love that we remember Splice. I think everybody <laughs> I like should Splice. remember Splice. I love that movie. I'm all I've seen 
more times than it deserves, probably, but like nonsense. I don't care. I like that shit. I think it's weird, creepy. It's kind of sexy in a strange way. I don't know. I'm ashamed. Not here's the hot take of the pod among many. Splice (laughs) is a better movie than women talking. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even see it, and I believe it. The important Mennonite rape movie. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going with Splice. Sorry. <laughs> um, you got me there. Anyways, next category. <laughs> All right. So, um, best original screenplay. Um, the nominees are... Fuck, what are they? Um, bear with me. Okay. Everything, everywhere, all at once. <clears throat> okay, we're getting there. Don't you worry. You, you, you hold on. You, you put that in your pocket. Well, just like automatically, whatever it's nominated for, I would vote against. <laughs> I can't wait for this discussion. I want the listeners to know that I have been eagerly anticipating this. Um. E e a a o. Um, The Fablemans. Oh, shit, I already fucked up. The Banshees of Inisherin. Everything, everywhere, all at once. The Fablemans. Car and Triangle of Sadness. Okay, now what is the, um... This is for Best Original Screenplay. Oh. I haven't seen The Fablemans, but I don't know why I feel like that would be the winner. You know, I think I, I would actually be pleased if that won. But you think it's going to be the Banshees of Inisherin? I actually do. Um, the consensus is that everything, everywhere, all at once will win. Um, but I have this feeling in my gut that Martin McDonough will will win for this. I liked that movie quite a bit. I just don't think that... I did, too. It wasn't, like, the main star for me, you know what I'm saying? Like The the screenplay? The movie itself, yeah. Like, if I had to put it up against... We had this conversation already, the two of us, but if I had to put it up against Elvis, I would say Elvis was the more interesting film. I... Uh, interesting. Okay. I, I... Not maybe interesting, but more visually, aesthetically pleasing. I don't know. I don't know. It was well, just... It was better. I don't know. I, okay. They're very yeah. different, though. See, for me, I actually really like Banshees. I've seen it twice. Um, I That's actually, weird, I, because when we talked about this, we both agreed that Elvis was the better movie, so. Well, no. I, yes, we, we, yes, we did. No, we didn't. We yeah, had we did. a certain discussion about a certain topic. Oh, no. You we, asked me if I preferred Colin Farrell to... We will Austin. get there! Spoilers! What? Why is this a spoiler? It's a spoiler for a future category. We're not there yet. Oh, sorry. You just take a very long time doing everything, so... Yeah, I'm very theatrical. Okay, I'm just waiting. Pop. Anyways, um, I I do think that the Banshees of Inisherin will win. Um, I think most people think that Everything Everywhere will win. I would love it if Steven Spielberg won. I think Todd Field should win for Todd. So am I supposed to be telling you what I would like to win or what I think will win? Whatever. 
Just okay. Well, I, then, uh, if it's Spielberg, I would like Spielberg to win something here. It doesn't matter what. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Well. Well. So I've been writing a a post about this, um, for a couple of days, and um, I I I gave Spielberg something. It's to come. Um, I, I, I do think, I do think Banshees will prevail here because I think the Academy do, I I think they did respond to this movie for a reason. Um, and I think part of that reason is that screenplay and they, they snubbed McDonough for three billboards. And I, I think this would be their way to make up for that. Um, I do think that Todd Field's screenplay should win personally, but, um, you know, just because that was so detailed, and I can't believe it was written in a month, and it was unbelievable. Like, again, it's the best movie of many years, in my opinion. But for the sake of being generous, I will not, I swear, give every single award to Tar. <laughs> but, but I also think Tar should win every single award. Oh yeah, I forgot that Tar was one of the options. Yeah, sure is. Well, whatever. Well, well, the more to come. All right. So, best director. Um, the nominees are the Daniels for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Um. Oh, hold on. Excuse me. Uh, Todd Field. For Tar, Martin McDonough for The Banshees of Inisherin, Ruben Osland for Triangle of Sadness, and Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans. What do you think will? What do you think will win? And what would you like to see? I'd like to see Steven Spielberg win, but I, I don't think he will. Um... I already forgot the other options that you said. Do you say Tar, Tarfield? I did. I well, yeah, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know this one. I'm not good at picking these things out. You don't. You don't. What do you What do you think will win? So you said Tar, Everything Everywhere, The Daniels, Steven Spielberg, and what else did you say? So I said The Daniels for Everything Everywhere. Uh huh. Todd Field for Tar. Martin McDonough for Banshees, Ruben Osland for Triangle of Sadness, and Steven Spielberg. Well, I guess if I am to believe everything that you're telling me, then I guess I'd have to say that the Daniels would be winning Best Director now. <sighs> yeah. Okay, but I would like Steven Spielberg to win, even though I like Tara very much. I would. I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat, um, so I will say that the Daniels won the DGA award, oh. and I will also say that he who wins the DG or he slash she, excuse me, who wins the DGA award typically goes on to win the Oscar. Now, just three years ago. Sam Mendes won the DGA award for 1917 and the Academy was like, nah fam, 
and they were they gave it to Bong Joon Ho for Parasite. I how many how many Oscars has Steven Spielberg won? Two. He has three. Three. Okay. I feel like maybe I'm not being fair. I feel like maybe I have a bias when it comes to Steven Spielberg. I feel like I'm defensive of him. I don't know why. It's like he's like my uncle or something. That's why I look at him in his movies. I'm like, he's done so many great things. It's like, you know, rooting for Meryl Streep. Like, she's only won three Oscars and she's been nominated how many times? And I'm just like, maybe this isn't the one that he deserves to have won for, but I don't know. I just love some of his movies so much that, like, I automatically want him to win because I love Steven Spielberg. That's kind of where I'm at, too. Like, I. So. I loved last year's West Side Story. I'd have given it to him for that. I just want him to have, like, one more, you know? Well, and- I feel bad for directors. Like, I remember seeing that video of him whenever he didn't get the Jaws nomination. Exactly. And how upset he was. And I was like, yeah, that sucks. He has Jaws is the- one of my favorite movies of all time. and yeah, It's, like, his best movie. <laughs> but that, like, I don't know if you realize, like, how much hell went into that production. The Drinker even made a video about it called Production Hell. And because of all the shit that went on, like, on mm-hmm. set with them. Yeah. And, you know, he, he was just so young and fresh-faced and innocent. And, like, you know, he, he worked his ass off for that movie. And just to be snubbed like that. And ever since I saw that, I was like, that's really sad. Because you could tell it really hurt his feelings. And I was like, after I saw that, I was like, he really cares, you know. And But he just says some of the most wonderful movies that have ever been made. He's an artist. And it makes me sad. You know, but I don't want him to feel like his best work is is over because I know that a lot of times when with musicians and artists like they're and writers, their their work is constantly being compared to, you know, shit from the past. Like Stephen King, like if somebody said to him, oh, I love The Shining. That's my favorite book of all time. You know, he would appreciate the compliment. But at the same time, he would be a little hurt because he wrote that book like 50 fucking years ago. Yeah, six years ago. Like, are you trying to imply it wasn't that long ago? But you know, are it you trying hasn't to, it, gotten better. Yeah, he's trying to say like, like he hasn't written anything that topped The Shining, which it's not even in my top. I don't know ten favorite books of his, to be honest with you. But um, that's how I feel. You know, people like Steven Spielberg must feel, and I don't want him to feel like his best is over because he's still young enough that he. He's got a few good ones left in him. And that's why, like, every time Woody Allen does a movie, I don't want him to feel discouraged um, and to stop. Is he even doing a movie, Woody? He's got one. He's got, he apparently has one more. Oh, man. And uh, I a, hope he ends it on a good note. I, I think he will. Um, I, I just want to say that what you just said about Spielberg was very beautiful and eloquent. And you you spoke everything that's been on my mind for, like... 10 years and um that's the thing that's the thing it's like the academy i guess the okay for whatever reason so if you go back to the jaws et raiders years they were like this guy is so successful and he's so popular he's gonna be around forever you know Mm -hmm. he's here to stay we'll get him someday and so they they gave him two Oscars for Schindler's List and then one for Saving Private Ryan. Much earned. But he almost seems 
to be so reliably great that they I think feel- it's consistent. And his movies are like inspirational. They make me feel good. Yeah. When I watch them. They feel that they can neglect him because he will make something else that's great. But that's not fair because he's getting older now and and done what, so many good things that have just been overlooked. What irks me about this one, I know for a fact that he wants this Oscar. I know it. Mm-hmm. He never submits his movies to a film festival. And he submitted this movie to a film festival. Well, that must mean it, it resonates for him on a personal level, is what I would and say. And if you see the film, it is his life story. That's beautiful. So, That's nice. Yes, it is. It is a movie in which Steven Spielberg reckons with the memories of his parents, who had a very fascinating but fractured marriage that is very present in his movies and has been for decades. See, now I feel bad. Now I don't want to watch him lose. And Exactly. And these <sighs> fucking dorks who made a movie that I like quite a lot in which people stick butt plugs up their ass and have hot dog fingers <laughs> are going to win <laughs> over him. I'm sorry. No. No, it's dirty. I'm sorry. I cannot get over it. Okay, well, that's where I'm coming from. That's why I don't watch the shows anymore, because I get frustrated and upset. No. Because it's the same shit year after year. I will say, I tell you, I have slight hope. Slight, 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 slight hope. That That you're going to pull a fast one? That the old members of the Academy will want to recognize Steven Spielberg because um, Steven Spielberg brought this movie to the Toronto Film Festival. And at the Toronto Film Festival, it won the People's Choice Award, which doesn't sound like much, but hear me out. Belfast was brought to the People's Choice Award. Or it, Belfast won that award last year. And Kenneth Branagh won Best Original Screenplay. Mm. Um, Land won the People's Choice Award, and it won Best Picture, Director, and Actress. Um, Jojo Rabbit won it, and it was immediately entered into the Oscar race, and eventually won Best Adapted Screenplay over The Irishman. Um, Green Book won it. And eventually won Best Picture. So, it's not too late. However, there is just such a hive for this movie that I like more than you do, and we're going to get to them. But I just, I think it's filthy. I think it's filthy, and I think Spielberg should win it. I think he made his best movie of the last ten years here. And I, I think we should... We should we we should recognize that. Here, here, because like I feel like he was nominated for movies that some of his movies that he was nominated for I don't really care about, like The Post. The Post, yeah, I I Post is fine. I love I like Bridges Spies I much much, much Spies. more. Yeah, Bridges yeah. Spies is like it's one of my favorite movies of his. To be honest with you, that's, that's why cool. I like the movie so much. 
I I love that take. I love that movie too. I love West Side Story. I love Lincoln. I don't rewatch it ever. But I like Lincoln. Lincoln. I, I rewatched it for the first time in a long time, and I was like, yeah, this is a, it's a good movie, but it's good. like long, you know, and it's kind of like a slow burn. So it is. He should have won Best Director then. Mm-hmm. We could have done it then, and we could have ended this whole fucking thing. <laughs> Instead, we had to give Ang Lee another Oscar. I guess I don't know. I remember being. Very upset during that Oscar show as well. I just want Spielberg to have more. Yeah. Not like he doesn't have enough. It's just kind of like he deserves more than he has. You know? Here, here. I agree. Yeah. I mean, you make Jaws, Close Encounters, The Raiders of the Lost Ark, E.T., The Color Purple, Schindler's List, Jurassic Park, Saving Private Ryan, AI, Minority Report, <laughs> Munich, War of the Worlds, Lincoln, Bridge of Spies, West Animaniacs. Story, Animaniacs, you produce Back to the Future, The Goonies. Like, that motherfucker should have, like, ten Oscars. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's no, you should. Gotta, You're right. Instead, we gotta give it to the hot dog finger people, <laughs> I guess. Which, again, is something we're gonna litigate coming up. I imagine. We're going to just keep teasing it till this fucking podcast is over. Excuse me. For the sake of professionalism. Uh, alright. Ah, that's why I forgot. Because it's a one, it's a one, it's a oneer. Alright, the nominees for Best Supporting Actor are Brendan Gleeson for The Banshees of Inisherin. Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway, Judd Hirsch for The Fablemans, Barry Keoghan for The Banshees of Inisherin, and Kehoi Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, wow, okay. Uh, if I, I mean, I know who I would like to win, I guess. Who would you like to win? Um, what did you say his name was? That kid from the Banshees of Inisherin? Barry Keoghan. Yeah, I actually preferred him to Brennan Gleeson in the movie. Not that Brennan Gle- I mean, great performance, but um, I feel like he was like a steam sealer. A steam yeah. sealer. Did you hear that? A, a, a steam sealer. Unbelievable. Barry Keoghan is a delight in that movie. I. He's just precious to me. I don't know what it is. When I look at him, he's got such a strange face. He looks like a abstract piece of art or something. He really does. Um, like I know painting. exactly what you mean. Like as soon as you said that, I pictured him as like a work of art. <laughs> <laughs> he's just so adorable. Every time I see him, I'm like, oh, I like him. I Earth love him. Guy, the what was it? Killing of a Sacred Deer. I like that movie. Oh, man, I love that movie. Yes. And I've been I've been wanting to watch that for like six years. You haven't seen it in six years? I've seen it more than once. I don't know why I like really? it so much. <laughs> that's unusual. Yeah. Really? yeah. That's, that's genuinely surprising. I like that movie a lot. Um, I like Yorgos Lanthimos, who has two movies coming out this year. That's exciting. Um. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, and both of them star Willem Dafoe and Emma Stone. Cool. Um, but yeah, no, I. I well, who do you who do you think will win? Um, probably I don't know. What fuckface from what's what's it? 
Okay, don't be rude. Come on. No, no, I, I've got some thoughts on him as well. If it's the same guy I'm thinking of, is, is he the one who played the husband? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay, so you may want to tread lightly here. Why? This is the one that I will agree with. What? Okay, I, you're going to have to just hurry the fuck up and get to this thing so I can just tell you why I feel the way do you, that... Do you have any idea who that is? No. This is going to blow your mind. Should I? Okay, it probably won't because as I was watching him, I was like, who is that? I know that guy's face. I know his voice. What is this? Like, who is that? I, who is it? You're you're gonna be shocked. Okay. It's just somebody that you you do know. Yeah. Chantel, that's the guy that played Short Round. What? Yeah. No. Doesn't that just change everything? Now, um, I yeah. won't, I won't lie. When I, back in December, I was probably like, eh, Brendan Gleeson. And then I heard his speech at the Golden Globe, <sighs> and it was so sweet, and it really won me over. And on top of that, I do think he is the best part of the movie. Really? I, I do. I, I, I do. I, I can't picture the movie without him. That oh, at least one of the two best parts of the movie. I really wish you hadn't told me that just now because yeah, exactly. I, I, I was very set in my ways on everything about it and I'm like, "Oh, well now I have a soft spot of nostalgia." Exactly. I'm like, "Oh, well now I have to like it just because I liked him fucking he, 40 years ago." Come on. He didn't he didn't act for many years. He tried and Hollywood would not pick up his calls. It's sad. He just took stunt work, and then he watched Crazy Rich Asians, and he was inspired to go for this movie, and so he got the role, and he's delightful in it. Damn it, Christian. I know. I knew I would get to. I knew. I I hoped that this moment would come. Jay, like, eliminate the stuff. Yeah, because I like Michelle Yeoh a lot. I have a soft spot for her. But I did it didn't changed the way I was feeling about the movie. I know. I know. That's the thing. Like it's I think there's stuff in this movie which I like a lot more than you, I guess, that is admirable, but like I I do think he should win. Um and I do think that it's it's great for him. He is coming back. And like again, I I I I thought he was lovely in this movie, and I couldn't picture it without him. And it's hard to believe that the guy didn't act for thirty five years or so, and he is as good as he is in this movie. So that he will win it, and I'm on board with it. Oh, so he's not as old as I thought he was, or is it that he's older than I think he? No, he's not as. No, he can't be that old, I guess is what I'm trying to say. He's probably in, like, his 40s. But so she's older then, right? Yeah, she's... She like looks 30. older, not that... I mean, but I know she's supposed to look old in the movie. She doesn't look I'll, like that. I'll do my research. Um, I got I got the Oscar nominees in front of me. Let's see. I'm trying to love Dr. Jones. I say this to hands all the time. <laughs> 71, 81, 91, 2001, 11... 
You know that guy in the movie that we were watching last night? The one who's like ninja with a the one who plays her husband with a green shirt. He's fifty two from Indiana Jones, this little Asian kid. No time for love, Doctor Jones. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's if you see him in interviews, like he did this like sixty minutes thing recently. It's just he's it, it warms your fucking heart. Yeah. That's and what I, I felt when I saw Sylvester Stallone, like, on the red carpet after having done Rocky ages ago yeah. and being right back to the Oscars. I was like, yeah. oh, that's so cute. He's just so happy to be there. Exactly. And I'm, I'm so in. I'm, he's going to win it. I, I, will be, I will be genuinely shocked if he loses. Okay. But, I still don't like the movie, but yeah. All right. I'll. I'll okay. I wouldn't okay, beat on. And you know what? I will alert you all on a fun fact. He is not present for this episode. So, November 2021, Trevor and I were at Ripley's Aquarium <laughs> in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And at the end of the aquarium, they had a silent auction for, like, I guess, like, actors who were signing. They had, like, posters from their movies, and they had signed autographs. I've never seen that before, and I've been to Ripley's many times. They, I had, I hadn't either. But they had signed autographs, and like David Koechner of like Anchorman. I know who that is. Had ones. I figured you did. I was just filling the audience in the audience of five in. Um, but Trevor saw, uh, Kehoe Kwan's autograph there. This is. About four months before the release of... I don't know who Caitlin Kwan is. K-Hoi Kwan. I don't know who that is. <laughs> that's Short Round. Oh, that's his name? Yeah, okay, I didn't, I didn't know. K-Hoi Kwan. You say this like I should know. Like, he's been everywhere. Everywhere <laughs> all the time or whatever the fuck it's called. Every- <laughs> <laughs> Dark. <laughs> Anyways, K-Hoi Kwan had his autograph, autograph picture of him and Harrison Ford at the silent auction. And this was about four months before the release of Everything Everywhere All at Once. And Trevor spent 300-something dollars on it. And at the time I was like, what? I, I don't like to piss my money away. You know? You yeah, go I saw Jay do some shit like that when we were at Comic-Con and he was buying all these. Hey, Jay, do you remember that time when we went to Comic-Con and he spent all your money on those, um, West his name? Wes. Wes Craven posters. <laughs> Shit, the I would do that. I love Wes Craven. That's different. Well, That's yeah, different. I saw him drop, you know, drop some dimes on that shit, and I just couldn't believe it. The late Wes Craven? Yeah. Well, he was still alive at the time, okay. but he wasn't there. Say. I think his wife was the one selling the merchandise. If you say so. Anyways, um, Trevor out there, he, he's here now. He he spent three hundred something on that autograph. He got it. And at the time, I was like, "That's cool," but I would have never bought that. And tomorrow, we will have an Oscar winner's autograph on our fucking wall. Hey, that's so, an investment. Yeah, it was, uh, I'm glad he he spends the big bucks on things. <laughs> right. Uh, nonetheless, Kehoi Kwan, he's a delight. And his career is about to take off in a new direction. So, oh, I hope so. 
Yeah, he well, he it's a cute story. It is, and he uh, he's going to be in Loki season two. Really? Well, I mean, I won't watch it, but that that's nice. Okay, fair. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. So let's let's uh, shift gears to best supporting actress, and I think we're actually going to see eye to eye on this, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. All right, the nominees for best supporting actress are Angela Bassett. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. She did the thing. Um, bring that conversation <laughs> back around. No, I get it. <laughs> Angel, she did the thing. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that makes me squirm. Um, Hong Chow for The Whale. Speaking of which, have you seen The Menu? The Menu? Uh-huh. Is that a movie? Yeah. No. Ray Fines, Anya Taylor Joy, Nicholas Holt, Hong Chow. Oh, this is another one of the ones that hands watched without me. He he does these he does this thing where he'll be like, oh, watch the trailer for this, and I'll be like, huh, that looks pretty good, and then he'll watch it without even asking me if I wanted to fucking watch it. And he just did this to me like two weeks ago when he watched the menu. I guess he showed <laughs> me the trailer and then he watched it by himself without asking me if I was interested. Like the next. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, I know. That's the thing. We we got to move on. But you you should watch that movie. It's it's very good, and I think you would actually enjoy it. Like, Hans, did you like the menu? Mm-hmm. He liked it, so like, watch it. Whatever. Yeah, yeah well, I gotta watch it by myself now. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's very fun. I yeah, I Hans. like. I think you would like that more than everything everywhere. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure of that. <laughs> Which, more to come, people. We'll just keep teasing that. I guess, I assumed you would really hop on that during Best Director, but I guess now we're going to just, we're going to save it for the end, okay? Okay. The big tease. Okay, anyways. Best Supporting Actress, Angela Bassett, she did the thing. Um, Hong Chow, the whale. Carrie Condon for the Banshees of Anna Sharon. Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once. <laughs> and Stephanie Hsu for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Well, I guess I would say that Jamie Lee Curtis is probably going to win, right? You think so? I mean, of all the things I've seen her do, so it was kind of funny. Okay. Um, I don't know. I prefer the Banshees of Shinrin, though, or whatever. Okay. We don't have to say it so half-assed. Well, I just, um, I don't know how to pronounce Sharon. 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 Yeah, just, it's like Ed Sheeran, but it's not. Okay. <laughs> so we call it Banshees? I think we all know what I'm talking about. We'll just call it Banshees. Sounds good. From here on out, we'll just call it Banshees. Okay, so, you think Jamie Lee will win? I don't know. Actually... The Asian girl bad. probably win, but I it's, don't know. No, no, Jamie Lee is a good guess. So, oh. um, this award is one of, like, whereas Kehoi Kwan was, like, it, that's pretty much a lock. Like, we all. I haven't know. seen The Whale, so I don't know. Uh, it to me is toward the bottom of Daddy Darren's movies, but I oh. like it. I like it quite a bit. Um, I just. I have I hold Daddy Darren to a high standard, and I just I don't. Do. 
I don't quite love it, but I like it a lot. Um, but I, and I, I think maybe there's a slight chance that Hong Chao doing the one-two punch of the menu and the whale could boost her chances here, but I, I doubt it. Um, I, so let me fill the audience in. Angela Bassett won the Golden Globe and the Critics' Choice. Mm. Jamie Lee Curtis won the Screen Actors Guild Award and is Hollywood royalty and has never been nominated or won an Oscar before. And Carrie Condon won the BAFTA. So I actually think that your guess is pretty good. Mm -hmm. She actually... Has a pretty good shot early in the race. Angela Bassett seemed like the front runner. Um, I just have this. Hmm. So the Oscars typically like to reward the movie that they prefer. And I say in terms of the acting categories, I have a hard time seeing them recognize. All right. So like. In terms of the acting, I think they will leave one slot open for a movie that's not nominated for Best Picture. And then otherwise, the other three acting categories will be from movies that are nominated for Best Picture. You, you read me? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I'm... S- I think normally, it, like, if there wasn't another option out in the open, I would say Angela Bassett might get it. Um, but also Jamie Lee Curtis has a chance. I actually think Carrie Condon will win. Okay. And that's who I think could win as well. I don't know, because I didn't see it. Carrie Condon from Banshees. Oh, right, so I did see it. I just don't know who that is. She's the sister. No, yeah, I know. I just, I don't know who she is. I, I didn't know who she was until I saw this movie. Oh, yeah, she was cute in the movie. I like her. Yeah, no, I actually think she's my favorite performance in the movie. I, I bet. Well, after what's the face. Yeah, yeah, cool. That, that's cool. Yeah, no, I I think this is one of the night's multiple coin tosses. I think she will get it. Because if the movie doesn't win original screenplay, then it will win there. Though, if it wins her and original screenplay, I think it's going to get Best Picture. But it's really, we're going to see. We're going to see. And I hope I'm right. Because I like the Banshees of Inishir and more than everything everywhere all at once. But that's just that's slightly, slightly more. But I know you disagree and we're going to get to that. Okay. So Best Actor. This is previously discussed on this podcast. Um, the nominees are Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Inisherin, Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Paul Mescal for After Sun, and Bill Nye for Living. Well... It's probably an unpopular take, and I know that you and I have already discussed it, but I feel like I'd probably like Austin Butler to win, because I feel like he's really committed to the role. 
sure is. Um, so much so that he doesn't want to like let it go. Mom. Like, it, whenever I, I saw him doing that interview with a voice, I was like, oh wow. It reminded <laughs> me of Jim Carrey whenever um, he was in doing Jim and Andy, and they asked him like after you know yeah. it arrived up, and he's like, so did you miss? Andy at all he's like no he just left and that was it or whatever I was like that's what it should be like you know but um you're not really supposed to take the character with you throughout life you're just supposed to like you know move on and uh, it's just like really funny I don't know I I love it I'm a sucker for it and you know like I I think all his speeches about his recently deceased mother are really nice and he's he's like his mother oh. died in her life. Yeah. Recently, really? Austin Butler. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, that's what he talks about him. Like all his speeches, he's like, "The spirits from my mama." Sorry, it's not supposed to be funny. <laughs> mama, this is for you, and we're going for the gold, mama. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> I make. I'm not making fun. Because well, I mean, I, yeah, but for him to say it with the Elvis voice uh, when Elvis lost his mother to a young age is just like really exactly ridiculous. That's, that's, that's it. I, Austin Butler has been my vote for best actor since June, and I stand by it. I so I still feel like he didn't look like Elvis, but I don't really care. I don't give a fuck. He's a I, man. Here's the thing. I get this feeling and I hope I'm wrong because I love Austin Butler as much as I do and he's god he's awesome um I think Brendan Fraser might sweep in oh yeah you're probably right about that um because I I said before um that you know the whole thing uh, that whole tangent I went on about how like the academy likes to reward they typically like to reward the best movie. Like, the best Yeah, but you said that The Whale is at the bottom of Darren Aronofsky's movies, so... For me, it is. Why would it make it better than No, Elvis? so, I, I brought that up because Angel Bassett was the frontrunner, and she is in a movie that was not nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. But last year, none of the, act, none of the nominees for Best Actress were nominated for Best Picture. And Jessica Chastain won. And I think like every... Uh, I think like every year they make room for one. You know? And I, I, I go back to the year that Mickey Rourke was nominated for The Wrestler. And Sean Penn was nominated for Milk. And that's one of those where... How the hell do you choose one of those two performances? Because they're both fantastic. Well, they went with Sean Penn for Milk, probably because Milk was nominated for Best Picture and The Wrestler was not. Hmm. And now we're in this situation where Brendan Fraser has been, he's had his heart on his sleeve and he's been really out there and he's been really campaigning. So is Austin Butler. Well, that's what you gotta do. You gotta play the game. I... I'm not opposed to it. I thought Brendan Fraser was really lovely in it. And I just think Austin Butler. When I saw Austin Butler in that movie, I shit you not, it was like two days later. And I was like, 
I just want more of him, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I, he is somebody that I, I mean, obviously, I would love to spend time with him. But, like, I would love more of him in things that's not, like, the Disney Channel originals, you know? Like, I, I want, so we watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which he's in it for 15 minutes. I, like, I literally just wanted more Austin Butler content. And I also just think he's really remarkable in it. He's got a very good chance of winning. It's another coin toss. I think Brendan Fraser will win. I hope I'm wrong. Because I love Austin Butler. And it'd be cool for somebody young to win an Oscar. It would, but I mean, I like Brendan Fraser too. And I feel bad for, I mean, what he's experienced. So either way, I wouldn't be unhappy. I I wouldn't be mad. That's right. Actually, four out of the five nominees in this category, I'd be cool with winning. And that's pretty rare. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Bill Nye being the outlier. I, I like I, I I thought Paul Meskel, what a what a dream boat. Colin Farrell, great. You know, I, I'm in. You know, I, I can't be mad at it. <clears throat> okay. Now I move to Best Actress. We got two more here. Nominees for Best Actress are Lydia Tarr for Tar, um, <clears throat> Ana de Armas for Blonde, um, Andrea Riseborough for To Leslie, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. What did you say Ana de Armas was nominated for? For Blonde. Really? Okay. So, I did a bunch of mental gymnastics to try and understand why that happened. (laughs) Um, And hear me out. I think that movie is unwatchable. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, like Angela Bassett, she did the thing. (laughs) What the fuck? I'm sorry, I just had to bring that back. Um, But no. (laughs) um, (laughs) She pretty much gives a performance in which she suffers for three goddamn hours. And I think that even though most of us think that movie is putrid, um, we all kind of can respect her for it. It just, like, rubbed me the wrong way. Blonde just won the worst movie, Razzie. Which I'm not surprised. I don't, I don't know. Like, sure, like, she might embody Marilyn Monroe's essence or something, but it was just like, I, I found her accent so distracting. Mm-hmm. No, that- it's never something I would have nominated. However, I think. It was the gross. Fact- what did I say about it at the time, Hans? I just, like, the whole thing made me very uncomfortable. It was just a miserable. It, it gave me a, an icky feeling. I don't know. I didn't like it. The fact that she had to show up to the set every day and subject herself to that torture porn <laughs> for three yeah. hours, that's why she was nominated. 
And I love Ana de Armas. And I'm glad she has the nomination. I think she's given better performances. I, I never, okay, I but never like, ever, ever want to watch this movie again. Ever. That's I don't even know how much of it was, like, authentically true. Like It's horseshit. I've actually seen many documentaries and read many things about Marilyn Monroe over the years. And I've never heard of no. a, a good portion of this film, like, these events actually happening. So it was was what is this? It's a fictionalized, fictionalized. yeah, it is. It's so that whole shit with the threesome and the baby and everything. Like it's written by this woman who was trying to, I guess, and I guess director Andrew Dominic was trying to give his spin on it, and I just I didn't buy any of it, and I didn't think any of it. It was interesting, and I thought it was the worst version. Of what Spencer and Jackie could have been. I'm telling you, I saw a Lifetime movie about Marilyn Monroe with uh, J- Jeffrey Dean Morgan that was better than this. That's really funny. I think you didn't see that one. No, I. It had that girl from Bully in it. You know the one in Bully with the teeth. No. <laughs> she's got like she's got like blue hair. Um, she's. She's the uh, one with the B. Joy Phillips's friend who. She, no, she I got. I like the movie Bully. I don't remember. There's only like three girls in it. She's the I one who's not B. Joy Phillips or the Macaulay Culkin's ex-wife. What? Move on. <laughs> I got no Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um. Nonetheless, I hate blonde. Um, okay. Fair but... enough. I hate. I also. I second that. All right, so have you heard about the two Leslie thing? No. I love you. You've seen this shit like I should have heard about it. I don't know. You're like a Martian, I swear. Okay. All right, listeners, listen up. All right, so many months ago, I heard about this film called Two Leslie from a critic that I follow closely who said that Andrea Riseborough's performance in Two Leslie was better than Kate Blanchett's in Tar. And I was like, Richard, Richard Roper, calm down. Okay. <laughs> um, nonetheless, I trust his words. Um, but he loved Two Leslie. But a month later, um, I guess Edward Norton, even Kate Blanchett herself, Gwyneth Paltrow, a bunch of celebrities were starting to shout out to Leslie. Whether it be on Twitter or in Kate Blanchett's case, it was in an acceptance speech. You know, just telling people to watch this movie and see Andrew Riseborough's performance Are in it. Are you saying that Kate Blanchett herself, while <laughs> accepting an award... Yes, shouted shout out, out a different performance. That Andrew Riseborough's performance in Two Leslie. It was this weird campaign thing because the movie was so independent and so small, and apparently Andrew Riseborough's performance in it was so remarkable that a bunch of celebrities got together to build up the hype for it. That's nice. Well, and did you see it? And on Oscar morning. Despite not being nominated anywhere else, Andrew Riseborough got the nomination. Um, it's a crazy story. 
the kind of thing that does not happen. And I saw the movie, and I liked it quite a bit. And I liked Andrew Riseborough in it. Um, I, I like her in everything, just about. And uh, I, 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 I'm not opposed to the nomination. I, I think Viola Davis did get kind of shafted in exchange for Andrew Riseborough. But you know what? Andrew Riseborough's never been nominated. And maybe this will boost her chances. And um, okay. I'm down. Now, I'm sorry. Why are you telling me this? I'm telling you this because I know for a fact you don't know what this movie is. Oh, so this is one of... You're talking about the Best Actress nominees. Is that yes. Okay. It's one of the five nominees for Best Actress. Huh. Well, I can't... Okay. I don't know. Um, but nonetheless, for I, I asked you because I... I it was the talk of Hollywood for, like, two weeks. Like, they considered withdrawing her nomination because it seemed like category tamperment or something. Kind of. But it's not her fault. She didn't do that. No, it's not, but I don't know. I don't like it. Now, apparently, she thought it was kind of icky. And, you know, it is kind of icky. Because a bunch of people hopped on Twitter and were like, to Leslie, watch this thing. And it actually paid off. You know, like, where were these people when Adam Sandler did Uncut Gems? No shit. Okay, that's why I'm telling you. Like, at first I was like, huh, that's nice. But now it's like there's, you know, like an agenda behind it or something. Yeah, like and it's so... it. And that's what is so frustrating about the Oscars, you know? It's like, sometimes you want something to get people's attention, and it just doesn't. And then other times, these things get people's attention, and then people are like, what? No. <laughs> it's like, and I actually feel this way about this year's Best Picture winner, to be um again I, I but nonetheless the two leslie thing was strange i seen i saw the movie because she was nominated i liked the movie i liked her performance in it and i i don't see it as icky but also again like where was this kind of campaigning with ethan hawk in first reformed Mm -hmm. You know, like, what the fuck? What? Are you suggesting it's because she's a woman or something? No, I just genuinely don't, I don't understand how it happened. It's oh. wild. Because it's like, uh, is the Academy influenced by Twitter now? You know, is that why everything everywhere is going to win Best Picture? Well, um, I mean, I do see, I have seen a lot of the nominees trending lately. Yeah. Uh, Okay, Maybe. before we get to Best Picture, Best Actress, who do you think's winning? Oh, um, you only said, did you not only say, like, three of them? I said all of them. I did can you? repeat. I'd like Kate Blanchett to win. But who do you think will win? Say, so you know in a cartoon when, like, you know, somebody's having a conversation... And like the fist punches somebody in the face from the other line. Say, yeah. 
I were to stick a gun to your head through the phone. I only remember you saying Michelle Yeoh, the lady you just said from the Leslie movie and Kate Blanchett. So yeah. that's and it. Also Anna de Armas and Michelle. Oh, no. Who? Michelle Williams. Oh, no, I, I mean, I'd still say Kate Blanchett. Probably won't be, but whatever. Uh, you you think she's going to win? No, probably not. But, I mean... You... That's the thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to stand by Kate Blanchett. Because, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like Tar isn't, like... So far from none of the things you've said... Would have Tar winning as an outcome. So I feel like something has to give here. We and, can't just send it home with nothing. In the back of my mind, that's where I'm at, too. It's like, why would you nominate Tar for Best Picture, Director, Actress, Original Screenplay, Editing, and Cinematography if you were going to send it home? Well, that's what I'm saying. You just have to do, like, the process of elimination. If it was to win something, it should at least be Best Actress because that would be... You have to give that movie something. Well, that performance is the movie for me, anyways. Me, too. Me too, and I, I think that's a movie of multiple achievements. Um, I think it'll be Michelle Yeoh. I just okay, maybe I don't know. That would be stupid and wrong. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I think it'll be Michelle Yeoh, and I've again done mental gymnastics to try and understand it and accept it i i think michelle yo is lovely and i of think worse i think she's it's not the that's not the argument though it's great job in that movie like if she had been nominated last year yeah she should have fucking won it mm-hmm. but well maybe that, like okay so when i saw tar or no when i saw blue jasmine I was like, this is the best work Kate Blanchett is going to do. Oh, for sure. I was like, she will not be able to top this. And then I saw Tar, and I was like, this is a Daniel Day-Lewis level performance that I don't think anybody else could have done. And I don't think anyone else will be able to top for years. He's I, my favorite actress. I don't know if you knew that. My too! My really? Too. Yeah. No. By far. I think she's the best actress we have. I think she's always kicking fucking ass. And I know she has two Oscars, so <laughs> if she loses, I will be able to sleep at night. But I'm also like, this is her best performance, and she should have three. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. It's a conundrum, damn it. I don't, I don't know. I, I think it'll be Michelle Yeoh. And I, which is cool for Michelle Yeoh, who I I have loved for a long time. She was a Bond girl. Did you know that? Um, no. Yeah, Michelle Yeoh, Bond girl. I don't know. I always think of Memoirs of a Geisha because I think of Crouching Tiger. Obvious reasons. Well, yeah, that's a great movie too. Yeah, I I neglected. I, saw her. I neglected huh? to go see that in theaters last month. Oh yeah. Was gonna go, didn't get to. But I I can't be mad at the Michelle Yeoh win. 
I do, however, think that, like, a year from now, we're going to look at that category and we're going to be like, Kate Blanchett, come on. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a, that's the unfortunate thing about this entire movie is it's a movie that shouldn't be an Oscar contender, but the Oscars sunk their hooks in it. And now it's an Oscar contender. Now it's going to win everything. And it has to win everything. Hence, Best Picture. Oh, no. Nope. Nope. Yep. Best Picture. You ready? Uh, Yeah. Okay, go on. Okay, so this is apparently a post from The Guardian. And it says... Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm fucking reading this aloud. Gwyneth Paltrow broke down and ate bread during quarantine. What was your lowest point? And the comment under it says, I lost my job and my mother died. <laughs> I, that's, that, you've never heard that shit that, about Gwyneth Paltrow in quarantine? No, God, she's pathetic. I, I, I don't care. <laughs> Why are they talking about this now? I heard that shit. I mean, she's a ridiculous person. I lost my job and my mother died. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <It's so funny. laughs> it's not funny if it's real. <laughs> but okay, anyways, shit. Um, alright, best picture. Yeah, uh, I've been waiting for this one. Okay, so the nominees for best picture are. All Quiet on the Western Front. Uh, it's like a three out of four for me. Um, <clears throat> Avatar The Way of Water. Not mm. spoken about once. No. On love this movie. Um, <laughs> flawed, but I, I, I love it. It's gorgeous. The Banshees of Sharon, which I also very much enjoy. Elvis, which I also very much enjoy. Everything, everywhere, all at once, which I also very much enjoy, but we will discuss shortly. The Fablemans, directed by a little, a little known, you know, somebody, putting it all out there. Um, Tar, the best movie of the year. Top Gun Maverick, the second best movie of the year. Triangle of Sadness, which was a movie, and Women Talking, <laughs> which was also a three out of four. I, uh, Triangle of Sadness, I'd say, is like a two and a half out of four. Is that about the disappearances in um, Ireland? If only it were that interesting. It <laughs> is about a group of rich people on a yacht. And Woody Harrelson is the captain of the boat, and there's a bunch of vomit, and there's uh, people fight each other to the death over pretzels on an island. I didn't think it was nearly as funny as it thought it was. Oh, so it's a comedy. Yes. It's a, yeah. Okay. It's a movie about class, and I think that the best part of the movie was not even recognized. So, I don't really care about it. Mm. 
And I don't think it's a movie people will ever talk about again. Okay. The best part of the movie being Dolly DeLeon, who could have easily have been nominated for Best Supporting Actress. She, like, she pretty much takes control of the last third of the movie. And she just didn't get nominated. So, doesn't matter. Anyways, what do you think will win Best Picture, Chantel? Well, I guess I have to fucking say... I mean, I'd like the Fablemans to win, but I don't think it will. I guess every... What is it? Everything Everywhere? Everything Everywhere All at Once. Well, yeah, based on what you've told me, I guess that would probably be the winner. Okay. Now, would you like to speak upon the film Everything Uh, Everywhere All at Once? Which, so, to provide the listeners with some context. Okay. Last so, night, oh, what? oh, I, I was gonna, I was gonna give you something to tea off of. Go on. Last night, Chantel and I were discussing this podcast, and she said, "Are there any nominees that I should watch in advance for this podcast?" And I said that you should definitely watch everything, everywhere, all at once. Because it's going to win big. And it is streaming on my Amazon Prime account. So I graciously gave her my information. As I do. And she watched it. And I woke up this morning with text messages. Now mind you, most people like this movie. As do I. However, I hold grudges against it. And I think those grudges are about to be expressed in the next few minutes. However, I woke up this morning two messages from Chantel saying, uh, I don't like it. And here we are, Chantel. What would you like to say? Okay. So when you told me it was two hours and 19 minutes, I thought to myself that that's about 45 minutes longer than what I would ordinarily be prepared Okay. Laughing. So that was like strike one, but I figured just for the sake of the show, because it's not something I do very often, and, you know, I had nothing else to do, I would watch it. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. I said that's not fair, because you no. don't have patience for anything anymore. Okay, but, you know, you didn't tell me anything about what this movie was about. <laughs> I so. assumed... That considering the movie was a cultural phenomenon, you might have some idea of what it was Okay, about. well, this is the thing. I was watching the first five minutes with hands, and I was like, this is kind of cute. It's kind of quirky. It's, it, it can be kind of funny. And then he says to me something like, he's like, oh, no, no. It was, I asked him if he had seen the movie or heard of it before, and he was like, oh, you mean the martial arts movie? And I was like, what? And, <laughs> yeah, he was like, yeah, what did you say, Hans? He was like, yeah, it's like a foreign martial arts film or something. And I was like, "It's so it's not in English? And he said, no, it is. But I was like, but it's martial arts? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh. Because like, I was watching the first five minutes, I was like, I don't get it. Like, this doesn't seem like that. And then right. something happened in the first five minutes that I noticed that 
I, this is where my mind goes, and this is why I can't enjoy these kinds of things, because I pay attention to stupid shit that normal people don't think about, and then it, like, I become obsessed with it. And so, there's a scene, you know, the, the Cartwright guy from... Yeah, James felt, Hong. What's his name? I'm sorry. James Hong? Okay, now, I will say, uh, he was my favorite character, but he would automatically be no matter what, because of his, you know... Previous. <laughs> because he's the cart ride guy. Okay. Did you notice in the very beginning when he comes out um from the back room of the laundromat, he has like almost a full head of hair? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? No, I, I that's not the details I was paying attention to in the film. Okay, well, I guess Hanson knows <laughs> either. <laughs> because in the very next scene, when they're um at the, the with the IRS, he's bald. Like, <laughs> I don't think that's. Almost I mean, bald. I I I literally don't know. I mean, well, isn't there like? How could you not tell? Like, isn't there footage of him like kicking ass before they leave the laundromat? But it's not even like it's not even like a subtle difference. It's like when I saw him with the longer, he had like longer hair, almost like a full head of hair. I was like, that looks so strange on him. It's just bizarre. And then it was like completely gone in the very next scene, and he's wearing the same clothes. So I said to Hans, I was like, I said, what's up with this movie? Like. Is it just jumping around? Is it lazy? Like, what is this? And then it just launched into something that I was not expecting or prepared for. Okay, so it's not quite the boot. I mean, again, I assumed that you had some knowledge of what the movie was. No, not at all. You can't quite blame the movie for that. No, I can, because (laughs) it didn't make any sense. Do you know what I mean? It was just like, it was too much. I was overwhelmed. It was just like, yeah, it, is. it was so ridiculous and all over the place and scattered. And some of it was just pretty stupid, honestly. Like the hot dog figures, like, yeah, it's silly. It made me smile, but it's just like, I'm like, what am watching? It just felt like robot chicken or something. Like it was like, it was ridiculous. I was like, this is goofy as fuck. And it doesn't make any sense. And uh, I'm sorry, but the characters are also irritating to me. Uh, you got the mopey daughter, Michelle Yeoh, who's like, I don't know, just a raging bitch. And then her husband, who's almost like her son or something. Like, it's weird. The, dy- the dynamic was completely strange. And I gotta be honest with you, I didn't finish it. So here's what happened. Um, what? Yeah, here's what happened. Wait, it had what? been on for about, I guess, an hour and I was starting to think, this has got to be almost over. Because I've been watching this for years. That's how I felt. And then something happened. And <laughs> Hans was rubbing my back because my shoulders were, like, burning. And I, I just, my posture was all fucked up. I was getting, like, impatient, irritated. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. And then all of a sudden, this, the screen, like, the credits started rolling on the screen. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> There's still, like, an hour left. Yes, and it came back on, and then it said part two, and I was just like, I was so angry. I was like, no, I I could not. I was like, I looked at sandwich was left, and there was still an hour left, and it, it was trying to tell me that part two had only just begun. I was like, no, 
I'm not doing any so more. You haven't actually finished the movie. No. Okay. Well, I will not. I will, I will say that it is a very overwhelming experience. And that I do think that they land the plane on an emotional level. Oh, that I don't want to hear that either. That is why the movie is going to win Best Picture. That's because like, I don't care about any of that. It's sweet and it's sincere, and I get it. And it it that's the way that they tie it all together is why it's going to win Best Picture. Now, let me say. The way I felt the first time I saw it is the way I felt the second time I saw it. <coughs> and you will agree with me, though, with a distinction. I think the movie is 20 minutes too long. 20 minutes? Are you joking? It's like an hour too fucking long. That's where I was going with that. That was the distinction. I think it's 20 minutes too long. I think it has, I think it has a unique cool energy that I, I'm about. Like, it's doing new, it's doing cool shit, and I, I admire it. And I think it's fun, and I think it's quirky, and I You think didn't think that the characters were just, like, so over-the-top, like, cartoonish? No, no. Well, I did. I, That's the thing about him that I didn't initially like. I felt like he was, like, going out of his way to be ridiculous. And I was just like, it's gosh, a different, it's almost it's, offensive. It's like, oh, all Asian people are fucking ninjas, even when they just run dry cleaners or something. It was just, like, so... Well, that's the thing. <clears> so on the nose and, like, stereotypical. Okay, so think of it from a multiversal standpoint. In that, like, her and her husband lead a boring existence... But in a multiverse, they're capable of doing the shit that they that they do. Okay, with but why is it that because she married him, if she hadn't, she would have been a famous actress? What? But in why a is different that? universe, she could be living a more fulfilling life. But also, was she an actress when she, she was young? Huh? Was she an actress when she was young? Was that her dream? No, no. It's you don't. Know, quite get the whole multiverse thing it, that's that's it that that because it's like i which I, it's very it's something that's been i'm not trying hard. to get the whole multiverse thing it's like one movie opened up the door for that with spider-man or some shit now it's like everybody wants to taste everybody wants to do the multiverse yeah that's pretty much like all right however, that's enough already however what? this movie this movie was being made around the time that the spider-man movie was being made well, I don't so, like it. It's, it's confusing and but it's, it's unnecessary. It's There's like an episode of Family Guy that was like this. It's like the Michelle Yeoh character, like, she could be living one life, or she could be living another life, or she could be living another life, but also the life that she's living is content enough, she just doesn't get that. You know? Like, she doesn't see what is in front of her is good enough. And so how also, does it end? Does, does like she get a divorce? I won't tell you. You should finish it. What? No. I won't. Come over. Why does he want a divorce? Because she's been so lifeless for years, and you know, like she has a terrible relationship with her daughter, and that's not saying she's an asshole. So I'm just like, I don't know. That's why the movie was just I didn't like it at all. 
And it just felt like it was never-ending. Well, it's... So, although I think it's 20 minutes too long, I do think you need to get to the end of it. And I do think I do think that the ending of it does wrap a bow on it. I think you need to blow it at your ass, because it's not happening. Oh, okay. Well, the movie's gonna... It's gonna win Best Picture. Though... I hope I'm wrong. Because I was wrong too. I really do. like the movie. <clears throat> of the ten nominees for Best Picture, it's like my seventh favorite. I mean, sure, if it was like, I don't know, just a normal when, movie, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I get it. But to nominate for everything and then expect it to win everything as the favorite, that, I'm just like, what are you fucking talking about? Stop. That's just it. I saw the movie a year ago, and, like, like literally, last March. And when I saw it, I never in a million years expected this. That's what I'm saying. I, I was like, he is lying. Christian is lying to me. I thought to myself, maybe Best Actress, maybe Best Original Screenplay. Of all the things, I don't see Best Actress. I'm sorry, I just don't. You don't I didn't think it was anything spectacular. I think she does a lovely job. Are you telling me that her daughter was nominated as well? Yes. Yeah, no. Not at all. Um, I just don't. (laughs) I'm sorry. She was my least favorite. Jay, you gotta get this thing up. Just, you gotta... I know the... I know the votes have been cast, but, like, you you gotta get this thing out there. Well, it's two fucking hours and 15 minutes, so, I mean, he's gonna have to have some free time, Christian. Yeah. Well, I think it's all been quality material, minus the piss breaks, Chantel. Well, I just, like I said, it's been two hours and 15 minutes, okay? Fair. Okay. Anyways, <clears throat> I like the movie. I don't think it should win Best Picture. I think its Best Picture win is going to age not great. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I, I, it just doesn't, it's one of those movies that, if it had come out on its own terms, which it did, we would have just enjoyed it, and we'd have been. We would. I, oh, I enjoyed it. I was impressed by it, and it shouldn't be a contender. Hands liked it, but do me a favor in the future. If you know something is like this, do not suggest it to me. All right, fair. I mean, I, I didn't. I had never quite seen anything. I quite could not like believe it. that you had told me to watch this movie. Yeah, because it's down like, so he just told me to watch this, and then he just did for the night. And I was like, "Now the front runner for best picture, you had you asked." And it, it, I could have <laughs> somehow, I could have, I would have rather streamed the Fablemans in any other way. And you didn't even finish it. Okay, but I would have watched the Fablemans, and I would have streamed that shit. Now I don't have time to watch it because I, de- I dedicated my time and energy to this. But you so. didn't even dedicate your time to get out of here. But all right, look. I like everything everywhere all at once. I just don't think it's best picture worthy. I then, gave it an hour and 20 minutes of my life, and I think that that's more than fair. Okay. But, I mean, it it does... But it does wear out its welcome. It's very hard to... I don't know. Like, I like the movie. I don't think it should be winning best picture. I think best picture should go to Tar. And I always have, and I always will, and... As I said back in October, Tar is way too interesting and cool to win Best Picture, and I guess I'm going to be proven right. 
because it's not her win. So that's that. Oh. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I I'm with you. I that's the thing. It it goes like I think it goes back to the Green Book thing. You know, like I saw Green Book in theaters when it came out, and I knew that there was Oscar buzz of Bruin. And I left that movie and I was like, that's not an Oscar movie. Why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. I was like, we we don't have to make this a contender. It's just a charming little movie. You know, like it's not trying to break ground or anything. We don't have to do this. That it was nominated for Best Picture, Actor, Supporting Actor, Original Screenplay, Editing. And I was like, ah, okay. And then it won Best Picture. And here we are with this movie, which I also thought was charming and quirky and weird and creative and uh, well-made, but I never thought it would be nominated for 11 Oscars and will beat Steven Spielberg and Todd Fields? Like, no, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, though. No, it's not. It's not the best movie of the year. And I don't think it's going to. I don't think it's a choice. It's going to age well. Frankly, I, I agree. Yeah, mind you, <laughs> mind you, I will say, I think it's a more, okay, I see this movie the same way that I saw The Shape of Water five years ago, in that it's a movie that I like a lot, I just have my heart more invested in in like five or six other movies that I think are way better. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm at. And I'm like not mad about it. Well, I was mad about The Shape of Water. But I'm a much more civilized person now. I'm <laughs> mad about this because I've again, done the mental gymnastics. I've done the backflips. I've done the curls. I, I, I don't, I, I've made peace with it. Do I think it's the best movie of the year? No, I think it's like the 15th. But I, whatever. I, it, it is what it is. Hopefully next year Scorsese wins and I can keep investing myself in the Oscars. However, I just think we should give it to Spielberg. I agree, shit. Yeah. I mean, he made a lovely movie from the heart. And... He didn't have to, you know, stick butt plugs and hot dog fingers up his ass to do it. I mean, <laughs> it, it was just from the heart. And that's that's all there is to it. Okay, are there any other last thoughts? Um, not really. I was disappointed with this year. You didn't watch that many movies. I'm disappointed that I didn't at least watch The Fable Moons. I'm also kind of disappointed for some reason that I didn't watch Top Gun. Because, I mean, it's not my thing, to be honest. But Top, okay. So, I do, there is a chance Top Gun could win Best Picture. I, I like, I, I think the Oscars is, it's capable of a last minute, like, <gasps> kind of twist. And I, I would love it if Top Gun won. Like, to me, 
Like, I think Tar is the best movie of the year. I think Top Gun's right behind it. I think if you want to actually reward a movie that made people happy, you should reward Top Gun Maverick and Tom Cruise. So that's my stance on that. Hmm. But I, 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 you, I, that being said, I can't picture you watching Top Gun. It's a great movie. I think anyone would enjoy it. But I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, maybe when it's available for streaming, depending on the fucking length of it. It's two watch. hours. That might be okay. Hans, did you see Maverick? Hans. He's laughing. Why are you laughing? Did you see it? He saw it. You saw it, didn't you? You saw it, didn't you? you didn't even... Who did it? Yeah, he does these things. He's this mysterious most, man. Most, you know people he does. Seen, most people of planet Earth have seen Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> oh, you, I probably should have seen Top Gun at least before I saw Top Gun Maverick. Because, I mean, do you have to see them in succession? Because I haven't. You haven't seen Top Gun? <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, so I think Top Gun is, like, accidentally gay. And it's hilarious. And I enjoy it, for that fact. Um, I also enjoy it as just a piece of 80s, you know, pop culture. Um, Top Gun Maverick, though, I think is a masterpiece, and I stand by it. Um, but, like, it's better to watch Top Gun Maverick having seen Top Gun. However, I think Top Gun Maverick is, like, 15 times better than Top Gun. But, I don't know. Um, both enjoyable movies, though, nonetheless. Um, I, yeah, so... You didn't see Avatar, you didn't see Top Gun, you didn't see women talking, eh, 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 all quiet, triangle. No, I'm good on most of that, I think. I think so, too. Um, I think, let me tell you, um, just for a pro tip for anybody who, you know, is having a watch party or something, whatever wins best makeup is going to win Best Actor. Are you talking to me? I'm talking to the audience. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, if uh, if Elvis wins Best Makeup, Austin Butler will be winning Best Actor, as he should, because he's okay. hot as fuck, and he deserves the Oscar. Um, and then, if The Whale wins Best Makeup, then Brendan Fraser is winning best actor and the night is over for him he's got it yeah um but um yeah no i i think it's gonna be a night that i hope doesn't deeply annoy me you know um i hope i don't want to sweep i don't want to sweep i've made peace with the everything everywhere best picture win i don't think it deserves it it's my seventh pick like the movie a lot, cool, whatever. But, like, I think we should share the love, you know? I think we should do everything everywhere for Best Picture and supporting actor and editing. And then we should do, like, Blanchett for actress. We should do Austin Butler for actor. Um, we should do Banshee. No, we should 
really do Tar for original screenplay, but I'll take Banshees. We should do... I, I know that, like, All Quiet will take, like, cinematography and international feature. It's... The, I think maybe they'll spread the love more than I think. Um, there hasn't been a sweep since, like, if La La Land had won Best Picture, I'd have considered that a sweep. But it didn't. And they haven't really done that sort of thing in many years. And I just don't quite see everything everywhere as the movie to do that. You know? Like, it just doesn't seem right. I just, I don't know. It's too weird. And I prefer... But nobody gives a fuck about my opinion. I just don't, I don't see it. I don't see it as a sweep. Whereas we all assume La La Land would sweep the Oscars, and it didn't. So why should this movie? You know? I don't know. Um, sorry. You're okay, I yacked on. You didn't, I'm just... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I said... Maybe I was too harsh on it. I don't know. It's just like, it's a very, um, as I was saying to Hans, I was like, this is for certain people and I'm not one of them. That's all. That's fair. It's just a matter um, of taste, I guess. It's not for I me. Will, I will tell you, I listen to a podcast. It's my favorite podcast. It's a man and a woman. And she hates Marvel. And she's very open about it. And she genuinely did not like this movie either. I don't like Marvel either, so... And she said it, like, up front. She was like, this is not my thing, but good for the people who do enjoy it, and I'm happy for people who are excited for it. <laughs> yeah, okay, that very much. Yeah, so you can, you can take that opinion as your own. I see a lot of myself in Amanda Dobbins, shout out, but I, I think, uh, yeah. I, that's pretty much where I'm at. It's like, I'm not mad at it. I just... I... I wish it didn't have to be an Oscar movie. Like, I wish it didn't have to be a movie... Like, you know, people don't like Forrest Gump anymore because it won Best Picture over Pulp Fiction and Shawshank. Fuck but, Pulp Fiction, goddamn. Chantel, that's a terrible take. <laughs> okay, I don't, and, I don't really... I don't hate Pulp Fiction, I just... Shawshank yeah. is a better film. Because Pulp Fiction is like one of the five best movies ever. And it's better Shawshank than Redemption Shawshank Redemption. One of the, did you say, what'd you just say? I just said it was better than Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. <laughs> you didn't be wrong about that. It is better than Shawshank Redemption. Nonetheless. I don't think that, I think Shawshank Redemption is in the top, it's top three best movies. Shawshank's a perfect movie. It's just... I gotta let the other people have that one, you know? I don't know. It's it's not it's not my th it's not not my thing. It's what? just not one that I am personally invested in. Do you know how many times I've seen the Shawshank Redemption? I don't think you're late. Hands, how many times have I seen the Shawshank Redemption since you moved in? Yeah, he doesn't know. It's I believe it's you. I believe you. My thing is like. It's like one of those things that I probably when I get drunk. You ever get drunk and you're like, oh man, I need me one of those. Yeah, of like, course. Deep oh, fucking thought. I, you, I watched Magnolia last Sunday. Oh my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's one of those movies where, like, 
because I watched it with a very good friend of mine. And he'd never seen it before. And it's one of those movies where I just imagine PTA showed up to New Line Cinemas and he was like, he threw his script on the table and he was like, here's my movie. It's a lot. Buckle the fuck up. And he walked out. And like, I, it's just so thrilling to me. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's something I can invest myself in. It's a similar thing to Pulp Fiction and I, I love Shark Tank and it's magnificent. I just I'm it's not it's not mine. Okay, well it is mine. Okay, that's fine. Pulp fiction's better. <laughs> okay, that's that's something we can litigate on another pod, if you would like. Yeah, well, I'd like to go head to head with that in Jaws versus Cuckoo's Nest. I still feel like it's have we not done the Jaws versus Cuckoo's Nest? We have, but yet? you know, you're still wrong. So. But we have we done a podcast on? Oh that? no, we should just do that. We should do like a whole show dedicated to um, matchups that we just yeah, yeah, we fucking should. We should do that because this way, we, like, we like the only research we have to do is just watching movies that we know already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's literally it. I'm I'm totally down. Well, let's plan for that then. But maybe we should end this one because we're at two hours and 30 minutes. Yes, we should. And yeah, no, I'm totally down to do that, dude. Like we but I think the common theme should be. Like movies that were up against each other for best picture. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, I agree. That would be fun. So like if I were to be like, oh, Mystic River is better than Return of the King. I tried to do something like that on Instagram back when I still posted on Instagram. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I like a I like a good debate, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I I I got coaxed into a whiplash versus black swan debate. But I wasn't allowed to speak on behalf of Black Swan. <laughs> so it wasn't like a passionate debate. And so people like attacked me for my half-assed response. I was just like, I don't really? want of yeah. yeah, but like, I feel like I get shit. I, don't know, I shouldn't. I, I'll save it because I'm going to say between Cuckoo's Nest and Jaws because this irritates me every time we have the conversation. Like, only one of them has had an impact on the world that the other has not, and that would well, be You're right. I just get more out of Cuckoo's Nest. But I also believe Jaws to be one of the best movies ever made. It's iconic. Hence, we try that like it. I think there's something we should definitely duke out Okay. your podcast. And you, we should also close out this very long unhinged podcast <laughs> that we have kept going for two and a half hours. Yeah, Jay, if you listen to this whole thing, you are a trooper and we appreciate you. you. Really yeah, are. That- do not do this. Do not record it. Do not even try to put this out tomorrow. There's no fucking way. Like, Jay, we- I think you should really cut out the bathroom breaks. Yeah, um, well, if he has to listen to the whole thing and he works a full-time job and he has other shows in a life, like, there's no way. I think the bathroom breaks are the only flaw of this episode. I think it's all been, this has been a diamond. Well, this is my life now, Christian, okay? I don't drink alcohol. I just drink lots of fruit punch 
crystal light and I go to the bathroom a lot, all right? Uh, you're high on life, bro. Fucking A. <laughs> all right, let's get the hell out of here. Okay, well, let me stop um, Okay. hold each other to the... At least the Pulp versus Shawshank pod. Okay, fair enough. I don't know if we could do a whole show out of that, but we should at least do at least three matchups, I would say. I think, we'd do, I think we could do 30 minutes out of that. Maybe. I don't have that much to say about Pulp Fiction other than it. I, I well, should maybe, probably just watch it again. Maybe you should fucking actually watch it, because it's I a just, perfect movie. It's just so long. God damn it. Quit being such a Neanderthal with your TikTok. <laughs> don't have watch the time. The don't you people it. fucking understand? I don't have the time. No, I don't understand. I don't give a fuck. God. I mean, I don't have fucking time. I can't even see straight. You it's do. do you ha- I don't know how you find the time. Like, Nanny used to say to me, Nanny used to get up and she'd be like, there's just not enough hours in the day. And I'm like, she gets up at like four o'clock in the morning. Do you know what I mean? Like, how does she, what does she mean? Like, what does she even do all day? And now I know, now I realize, like, I don't have enough time to do things in the day. Let me tell you, all the movies that I nominated for Best Picture, um, so again, there's ten. I saw Banshees, Tar, Fablemans, Everything Everywhere, Elvis, Avatar, Top Gun, Women Talking. I saw eight out of the ten in a theater. Like, I I carve out the time. See, no, like, no. If I have a day off, I I go to the beach. I go shopping. We have dinner. Like, I don't... I don't got no fucking beach. I got bumfuck. I got an alley. You should go to the park. You never just sit outside. It's nice. It's cold as fuck here. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Duh. The most bipolar weather in years. All right. We got to end this fucking thing. Okay. Let me stop. Good night. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, yeah. Thanks for, <laughs> if you're still here and you're still with us, thanks for tuning in and thanks for sticking it out. Um, please we check out our um, affiliates, the TV Zone Podcast Network. And, um... J Movie Talk, assuming that's still going, as and that will lead you to the other shows connected. You can follow on Twitter, Facebook, Facebook group, I guess. I don't know. It's been so long. I have to ask Jay what we're still doing, but yeah, so, make sure to check those out, and um, we will hopefully be back with you again. Um, we will for Pulp v Shawshank. Yes. And uh, let me tell you, uh, Shawshank's going to get beaten to a pulp. So the fuck are you, asshole? <laughs> I'm sorry. I love Shawshank. I just can't help but that bump is better. Alright. Wrong about that. Nope. But, um, yeah, Jay. Jay out there. Hello. He's a good, hello. good hello, sport. Jay. And, uh, he's a, he's a trooper. And, uh, yeah, let's just end this thing. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.